ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the prologue of Fillmore's Crossing. When we last left our heroes, they had just shot a hole in the floor so that they could assault the speakeasy? Are you fucking kidding me? Who wrote this bullshit? Anyway, let's introduce our characters. Chris? Yeah, I'm uh, Special Agent Falk Smolder, and uh, you may remember me from such moments from last episode as uh, shooting a goddamn hole in the floor to jump through to assault these guys. <laughs> Brian? <laughs> Thomas DeWeese. And I know what you're thinking. Low, 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 low. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I bet you were thinking I was going to make a cock joke. I was um, kind of waiting for it, yeah, honestly. Right? Vaughn? I'm Vaughn. Uh, I play Tristan, uh, the greenhorn with um, not too much experience and who probably shouldn't be partnered with these psychopaths who are shooting apart this building with massive bullets. But it is what it is. <laughs> and then purposefully shaking it and making even more noise than they were already making. Like, hey, just in case you thought these gunshots could have been elsewhere, they're definitely not. They are coming from upstairs <laughs> and they're eventually going to be downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm Tim, the ringleader of this circus of fucking monkeys. <laughs> All right. I was just thinking, wouldn't the acid fall onto the patrons of the speakeasy and injure them severely? Maybe. <laughs> you don't see anybody down there, though. Oh, well, that's lucky. So, yeah, you guys are staring at a gaping hole in the floor. Uh, you can hear the acid sizzling on the... Uh, on the sides of the wood, uh, the wood pieces of what's left of the floor. What would you like to do? I, I draw my gun and I, I kind of point it at the kid that's with us who showed us the entrance. And then I, I, I turn to my <laughs> I head. I forgot to, uh, he was with us. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be He's probably out of his fucking mind right now. <laughs> He's probably a little surprised. <laughs> Uh, and then I turn to uh, Tris Travis Tristan? Travis Tristan Trevor Travis Tristan. <laughs> we literally just introduced characters, Brian. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't remember names. Uh, Trevor, go check the entrance at the double doors of the of the basement. Make sure they don't get out that way. Well, uh, I've, I ain't got no complaints with that. You guys have fun here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tristan, Tristan leaves. <laughs> are go you gonna go out the, the front door and walk around, or do you want to go back through the window? Uh, he's gonna go ahead and clamber through the window again, since it's probably the shortest path. It definitely is. Um, so you round the corner, and you don't think that the uh, that the uh, double doors to the basement have budged at all. You see anything? You would definitely wouldn't. Uh, you'd have to talk into your walkie-talkie in order to talk to him. Oh, I thought we were in the just one room away. No, dude, he's like around the back of the mansion. Oh, okay. I thought he was just looking from where we broke the. No, window. I thought oh, he, that uh, he because in order to do yeah. it, he'd have to walk to the back of the building. Yeah, he clambered so, out the okay. window and then got under the lawn and then walked to the back of the 
building. I guess my my mental map isn't quite accurate. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, That's my fault then. So, I. Uh, um, hang on. Just before we uh, go any farther, uh, I'd like to. I'd like to have Tristan like look around to see for a good spot to um, basically set up like a, a sniper's nest. <laughs> okay. Find a spot to set up. A, <laughs> Roll for a sniper's <laughs> nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's um, there's like a mound of uh, of dirt kind of off in the in the center of the backyard that you're pretty positive if you were to lay down prone and kind of train your rifle on the doors it's about it's about 40 feet away from the from the double doors so you'd have a pretty decent vantage point it's not very high but at least it would be a little bit of cover for you you know what i mean yep that sounds good he'll uh just head over there and go prone and train his sights on the double doors all right perfect uh do you want to just hold... Are you going to fire at the first thing that comes out of him, then? Um, what he'll do is he'll... If, if, somebody, if somebody does come out of the Dumbledores, he will uh, fire a warning shot uh, okay. the concrete above them, and then tell them... I just want to make sure that uh, I kind of have a picture of what you're going to plan on doing if anybody does run out of there. Yep. So, warning shot and tell them to freeze. My, my two... Can we? Are, how how's it looking down there? You said there was one candle. No, there's uh there's candle light. Like you could just tell by the way that it's flickering that it's candlelight that's down there. But there's multiple candles for sure. Did we do a perception check for that? Not yet. I guess we, we didn't roll. We didn't roll. You just told yeah, us. Yeah, you right? can go ahead and do one if you'd like. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'll do one too. I'm just kind of like looking through the hole, kind of walking around it. Kind of like bending over and trying to get different angles <clears throat> and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I got I got a 10. I got a 14 plus 1 15. Okay. Okay, so Falk, you actually can see um what looks like a shoe and a like like an ankle under the uh under the uh piano. Like you're you're certain that it's attached to a living body, but you can just barely you could barely pick that out, and so you know that there are definitely humanoid creatures down there. They're just hiding, um, as far as you can tell. Uh, hey there, Piano Man. Wanna uh, come out from under there? Or would you like us to make uh, Swiss cheese out of your instrument? You, uh, you see that foot immediately pulls further under the, uh, under the piano. <laughs> As though somehow that's gonna, you know, do something. How many people they got down there, kid? Listen, um... I mean... Twelve? Yeah. Probably about twelve. I look up at Falk, and I just give him a grim look. (laughs) I mean, some of them are patrons. They're not all, you know, like Donnie's goons, if that's what you're thinking. Like I don't think I don't think Earl's gonna shoot at you. He just plays the piano. He's a, he's a decent guy. He just, you know, it ain't easy for for an orc to get work. Think we can bluff him? I say to Falk. Uh, I mean, probably. You got any ideas? I think we could tell him whatever we want to tell him. Uh, so I, I I use thermaturgy and raise my voice and I say, "You better come on out, Donnie. We got a whole legion of officers out here." When did you turn into John Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> you better come on out there, Donnie. <laughs> uh, 
I, so last episode or two episodes ago, uh, Chris established that we're all from Brooklyn. <laughs> well, I didn't establish that. I established that I'm from there. You could be from wherever you want. No. No, uh, Vaughn said, you're making us all sound like Brooklyn, and then you were like, well, I, that's kind of good. I thought that we'd all be kind of from the same, like... <laughs> and it's Farport. So, um, while, uh, while Tom's talking to, to them down there, I go into the other room, and, like, st- if I was to stand on the table... The dining room? The, the dining room, yeah. If okay. I was to stand on the table... Would I be able to reach up and, like, um, cut down that chandelier? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, I do that. Do I have to... Are you going to make me roll for that, or is that a simple enough task that I should be able to handle it? No, you definitely can handle that. Um, Why don't you both roll me a perception check while you're doing that? What tool are you going to use to try and knock it down with? Um, I assume This is just to determine how long it takes. That's all. Yeah, I assume I have a dagger. Okay, so you're going to kind of, like, chip away at the... Yeah, just sort of cut the the rope. um, Well, not chip away at the the ceiling, but just... Oh, it's a chain? Uh, Yeah, so you'd have to, like, get at the ceiling and kind of, like, pry it away from the ceiling. All right, well, Like, you can uh, do it. Like, you're tall enough standing on the table to do it. It's going to probably take a couple of minutes, though, for sure. Yeah, I guess I do that. And so roll up perception for while we're doing that. Correct. Okay. Eight. And you I have disadvantage, eight. Chris. Um, Falk. Oh, okay. Well, I, I already rolled a five, so... Um, and a five again. Okay, so, yeah. Pretty much what I see is um, five. So you hear the sound of a door opening from below you. It sounds like it's maybe coming from uh, from below the, uh, the uh, dining room. And that only only uh, Tom hears that. Fuck, you're way too busy chipping away at the uh, the base of this chandelier. I am cussing like a storm trying to get this thing unstuck from the ceiling too. Okay. I am just so. like you, motherfucking goddamn kid. The fuck <laughs> off with that! What the hell? <laughs> you hear? What did you say? I just have a sound from the dining. You room? hear the sound of a door opening from down from down in the basement but from like the dining room area like that's where the gotcha. door sounds like it was located and you hear there is no more Donny. this Donny that you are looking for has uh evolved come down I show you Donny. and you said that was just Tom that heard that right um, yeah, you did not, you don't hear that. It's not very loud. It's just okay. kind of, it just barely echoes up into the room and you, uh, the kid kind of turns to you and he goes, there's been, there's been something wrong with Donnie lately. He's, he's kind of changed. I don't know. Uh, past couple days, he's just been getting bigger and, and, and angrier and now he talks weird and. Tells us to call him, call him Strahd. We got a big problem on our hands, Smolder. What? <laughs> I, I almost got this thing. Hold on just a second. This, <laughs> it this falls right then and there as you say that. <laughs> <laughs> ah! All right. Uh, yeah. And I start like dragging it into the, the other room with me, with the room with the hole in the floor. All right. All right. So uh, what did you want? I think we found our vampire lord. 
Oh yeah, uh, what? Like you know, Donnie turned into him or something. <laughs> I mean, what did you think was going to happen? You know, the fucking thing with the doll in the box and the, you know, like, uh, it's, I mean, this is fucking rookie police work. Tristan probably figured it out out there. Just another Come day on, in court. <laughs> How did you get in here? <laughs> Teleportation. No, out of character, this little bitch. <laughs> it's like Tom's like okay I don't say that <laughs> <laughs> alright and so um, yeah go ahead and tell me what you you had to tell me before I interrupted you with silliness did you not say all that stuff then no I absolutely did but except for the stuff <laughs> <Okay. we're testing. laughs> the hell are you gonna do with that all right, so here's what I'm thinking. Um, and I'm, like, kind of whispering now so that, like, the people downstairs don't hear me. Like, the, the one time I'm not being loud. And yeah, so, um, and then feel free to speak at a normal volume, though, so that everybody can yeah. still hear since this is an so, audio medium. Yeah, like, whispering, I say. <laughs> so I got this idea. All right, uh, I have this thing called, uh, I, I can create a minor illusion with, uh, with you know, one of the gadgets I got, like this flashlight thing. And so, um, I, I can make a sound or a visual, but I can't do both. So what I'm thinking is, uh, I want to make the image of one of us jumping down there, you know, to attract the fire. But since it won't make a sound, we push the chandelier down at the same time. And then that'll make the, the crash and have the visual of one of us jumping down and then they'll open fire on it we'll know who's got guns and who doesn't smolder you know i'm good with sound effects and i've got thermodurgy i could have done it myself <laughs> do you just get really sad me, for a second like Aw. let me just let me let me just add mine in with your with your with your chandelier <laughs> i think it'll make it more convincing you gotta understand, I'm a self-starter. <laughs> Alright, so that's so, the plan. Uh, you wanna throw the chandelier down and make it look like you? Yep. Alright. So you throw it down, and... As it's crashing, I'm very audibly, with my thermaturgy, going... <laughs> it sounds... <laughs> that sounds exactly sounds the same really... as what's actually happening. Right. <laughs> sounds so terrible. <laughs> So, uh, you, you could just shake the whole house like it was that bad. <laughs> like and I can't do them all at once, so I have to go. Kirsh, thum, thum. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of like a 90s hip hop song. So it doesn't matter though. You hear, you hear um, a bunch of guns go off at once. Um, I'll just give it to you guys. You hear uh, five guns go off at all at the basically around the same time. Um, and immediately your illusion ends when one, when it seems like one of the bullets probably makes contact with it because any sort of image ends as soon as something uh, comes into contact with that spell. So Can I roll yeah. if I would have been able to tell like the, the type of guns that were used during yeah, that? Yeah, you can uh, feel free. Um, right. Do a wisdom roll. All right. Or perception, I guess, if you're better at that. It's the same, so uh, 15 plus 1, 16. You know that you heard at least one shotgun, okay. um, 
but beyond that, you can't you can't really tell. Um, After hearing a bunch of uh, gunshots go off, Tristan sort of uses his uh, communicator and and uh, chimes in. So how's it going in there, fellas? Uh, just fine. Just keep on watching that door, Greenhorn. <laughs> hey, Greenhorn. See if that door's locked. No, I think I'll just stay right where I am. <laughs> I'll leave you two professionals to it. <laughs> Alright, so, um... Oh, Thermaturgy's a, a cantrip, isn't it? Yep. So, um... Correct. All right, I got another idea. What's that? Okay, you down there. We're really coming in this time. Let's do it again. (laughs) 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 So I cast minor illusion of us jumping down again, and uh, and I let's hold on. Let's throw the table down this time. Well, no, you just used your thaumaturgy. You told me it was redundant that I got the the chandelier (laughs) in the first place. So, uh, an image of you jumps down, and this time you only hear one gunshot, and it goes through the illusion and immediately uh, dissipates it. And then you hear, you are starting to make me angry. Well, you're the one fucking shit up in our town. (laughs) You better come out, Donnie, or we'll come down for real for real this time. I did not choose to be awakened in your town. Come down. Let me lay eyes upon you before I feast on your blood. I love that we're still calling him Donnie. Uh, so, um... <clears throat> so I think now we should just go and try that other door. <laughs> hey, talking to the walkie-talkie. Hey, did you find out if that door was locked? It's still closed, if that's what you're asking. But you tried the handle, right? Here's what we do. I think we just, like, both grab it from from the sides of the door and then just open it outwards to where neither of us are standing in the doorway. Well, here's the thing. I wanted him to try the door handle and see if it was even unlocked or locked because I can fling it open with thermaturgy. Oh, that's right. Good thinking. What, what is this door made of? Uh, metal. Is there any way to tell uh, if it's thick or thin metal? Mm, you don't think that it's probably super thick because obviously people have to lift it up to open it. Right, okay. All right, so uh, I think what uh, what you said, Tom, use the uh, thermaturgy and open it up. We've already rattled, rattled some feathers in there and used up some of their ammo. Uh, you know, now going around the... I just nod, and then I... And then I walk over and I grab the table and I drag it over and throw it in the hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody shoots this time. <laughs> I think they're on to you us. You go to the back door and, uh, yeah, you could fling it open with thaumaturgy if you'd like. It has to be unlocked. Okay, I'll try it. Flings right open. Did a gunshot happen? Nope. All right. So, uh, let's kind of, let's, uh, set up a, a kind of go in from a perimeter to where we know that we're not going to get uh, blindsided by this guy and uh, you know guns drawn ready to go knock a few buck alright so give me the give me the like what is your what are you doing then you're going to go around the perimeter of the building again well no we're like standing on the sides of the 
of the cellar when he does the the thaumaturgy to open it right. up so that I we wouldn't that be part. in the way of the blast. And then yeah, now we're sure. just going to go sort of like just slowly circle around to where you know we can see inside and just guns drawn, ready to shoot uh, as soon as we see somebody pointing at us. Okay, yeah. So you guys do your long circle, and you've got your guns trained on the uh, on the doors and. You don't see a single creature in there. And actually, it's fairly... It's decently lit with candlelight and just stairs going down. Man, maybe we should have tried this first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that might have been a good idea. All right, let's go in, guys. (laughs) Okay, so what's the marching order? I need that. um, I will... So this uh, stairwell is about... It's about six and a half feet wide, and it goes down into a uh, into a straight tunnel that's, again, about six and a half feet wide, um, concrete walls, and so you're going to have to go in a single file line. Did we let the kid go? Uh, you never told me you did, so I assume that he's with no, you. No, I'm, 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 uh, I'm asking Chris. Um, I think we should just let him run off. Like, we put him yeah. through enough today. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah, run off and go home, kid. Like, you realize that you could just be letting go a thousand-year-old vampire that is going to start up the next mafia? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's really not, like, the, the you know, worrisome thing right now. He, he probably could have killed us, like, 15 times in the shenanigans we've just been doing <laughs> over the last 20 minutes. So, uh, yeah, so I guess... seems all right. <laughs> I guess, um... Uh, Tristan, you go in first and we'll cover you. I'm aiming right over your shoulder, buddy. <laughs> I got you. That's not gonna happen, sir. <laughs> Respectfully, sir. Go fuck yourself. Come on, kid. You want to earn your way up to the top ranks in this station? You gotta be a little brave. Have some balls on you. I'll be brave from the back. You guys uh, have fun. You gotta earn your stripes, boy. I have a rifle and two handguns, <laughs> and you have melee weapons. Well, I got guns. I got lots of guns. I got spell guns. Well, it sounds like you're prepared to take the lead then, doesn't it? All right, all right, fine. I go in first. I follow him. (laughs) Tristan uh, takes up the Tristan's taking up the rear. Okay. (laughs) What do you guys, uh, what is your weapon situation looking like? I mean, mine's looking good. I've taken out the acid uh, rounds and replaced them with uh, my firebolt rounds and my revolver. Gotcha. Tom? Well, I didn't bust the legs off the table, so I've just got my pistol and my uh, mace. Okay. And then, Tristan, you still got that rifle, then? Tristan has the rifle he picked up, which I leave up to you to determine how many rounds it has. Uh, he has his own rifle, and then two We're not revolvers. keeping track of rounds, so you're golden. Okay, cool. Two rifles right. and two handguns. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I was just curious what's actually in your hand, that's all. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you creep down uh, the stairs and... The stairs are, uh, they're a little worn in the center of them because they're concrete and, you know, this house seems like it's quite old. And so from years of people shuffling their way down them, um, they kind of groove into the center a little bit. But once you get down to the, to the floor or to the basement floor level, you see about maybe 30, 35 feet in front of you, um... There's a door with light uh, creaking or peeking under the uh, under it and uh, to the sides of it, and it's closed. 
but no humans or vampires or any other creatures to speak of. All right. Um, I am going to do a perception check or maybe an investigation check of the hallway to um, check for traps. Okay. Ooh, 19 plus 5, uh, 24. You don't think it's trapped, no. All right, so uh, I I saunter to the end of the hallway, very confident that there's no traps. Okay. uh, I want to use detect magic real quick. Okay. So that's a, what, 100-foot radius or 30-foot? What is the radius on detect magic? 30. 30-foot? So the only it can, uh, it can penetrate most barriers, but it's blocked by a foot of stone or an inch of common metal. Are you gonna wait until you get to the door to cast it, or are you casting oh, it right I, at the bottom of the stairs? I'm sorry, I thought we were at the door. Yeah, if you're at the door, then cool. Yeah, you can cast it right now if you'd like. Okay. Um, you. The only thing is, there's like a faint um, magical residue uh, that rings of necromancy. But it's very far at the edge of your radius, and you assume somewhere in that room, towards the dining room area, if you uh, recall the layout of the house. So kind of like, instead of to the right now, it would be to your left, because you guys are coming from the back. Sure, whatever. I hate you so goddamn much. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. You don't think there's vampires in there, do you? No. (laughs) <laughs> all right i uh i check the doorknob slightly again i don't turn it all the way i just turn to see if like enough to see if it's locked real quick before it's not committing locked. to the full turn all right and and so you said it's uh skinny enough you said it's six foot wide here right six and a half feet wide yes okay so as uh, does the door open in towards me or uh out away from us out away from you and uh, real quick, before we go in, uh, I would like to set the record that Tristan is hugging the left side of the wall, like, very closely. He's not walking down the middle. <laughs> gotcha. All right. I'm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I slam this door open as fast as I can, and I actually, in the same motion, jump prone with my gun out in front of me. You, so you jump out. And like I described before, so the door opens up and uh, slams up against a wall. And in front of you um, is a long bar with 16 bar stools lining it. There are a bunch of tables. The ones in the center of of the speakeasy are damaged by acid. You can see directly under the uh, piano, which was uh, directly to your left um, of the door when you swung it open, under there is the pig face of an orc who is shaking uh, violently, but seated at one of the one of the tables in the far left-hand corner near the bar is this enormous creature with rippling muscles and a pushed-in face and large bat-like wings protruding from its back. Um, just the remnants of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, like, suit slacks, um, around his waist. And, uh, he rises from the, from the table and looks at you. What would you like to do? So, did I use my action, uh, doing all that just there? He doesn't seem like he's in a hurry to do anything. 
So you oh, can do okay, another so. thing if you'd like. Otherwise, I can move on to them and let them do something first. I am going to ready in action and not actually take it. I'm still laying on the ground. And I am readying... Uh, I'll go ahead and ready a, a chromatic orb. And have it as a... Uh, I'll, I'll have it as fire. Okay. So was the the entrance with it, like, I just opened, is that the only entrance to the... into in, in here? Or did you describe another door or anything like that? There's... Oh, so there is the door um, that's off behind Donnie. Or not Donnie anymore, but Strahd. And uh, that door is open, and that would be below the uh, kitchen. And that was where uh, Donnie was. Easy, Donnie. We don't have to have any more bloodshed here. We can just talk about this. I have already told you. Donnie does not exist anymore. I am Strahd von I interrupt him, like, as he's talking. And uh, I'm like, okay, anybody, like, not holding a gun can, like, leave here peacefully uh, right now. It's going to be your last chance before shit gets kind of hot in here. The uh, the orc under the piano immediately bolts, <laughs> like, past you, Tristan. Like, he looks at your gun for a second, looks at you, and then immediately starts sprinting anyway. Um and you see another guy that uh, there were a bunch of people that were hiding behind the bar, and they immediately start charging past you as well. Like, no. Nope. How many of them? Uh, the majority of them are pale skinned. Uh, you see, you see five more people uh, bolt out. One of them dressed in uh, in like a suit vest. Looks like he might have been the bartender. Oh, okay. So now there's uh, six more left in here, boys. If the the kids' info is right, you don't see anybody other than Strahd. Oh my God, he ate them! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to attempt to cast Hold Person on him. What do I have to do? A Wisdom saving throw, and at the end of each of its turns, it can make another Wisdom saving throw. Well, that's a natural twenty. So. He uh, looks over at you and he just kind of flexes his muscles in his shoulders for a second. And I shoot my uh, chromatic arm as soon as he flexes. Does he know I tried to? Oh yeah, he knows that you cast that spell on him, on him, uh, Tom. And okay, then so go I ahead look and him, roll. I look, I look him right in the eyes and I just smirk. <laughs> so go ahead and roll uh, your attack roll or whatever it is, uh, Falk. Oh fuck yeah, a seventeen plus seven. Okay, that's a hit. All right, and um, I cast it as a level three spell, so that would be sixty-eight times two. <laughs> so uh, twenty times two, forty. Okay. And then yeah. So you uh, you watch as the as the orb floats towards him, and it turns red, and then immediately erupts in a gout of flame, and he kind of just shrugs it off almost. And sneers at you, and you know that it's on now. Yeah. So uh, my initiative is um, so uh, fourteen. Okay. I guess you guys are the uh, shoot first, ask questions later type, huh? <laughs> I mean, we did ask plenty of questions before we shot. So, uh, do we still have 
that um that black box with us? I would assume that you would left it at the FIA. Oh, okay. See, this is why I don't like turning over evidence. <laughs> <laughs> So I had this image in my head of just a bunch of vampires like cats licking at the suitcases and you guys have to like shoo them away when you go out there. <laughs> like, hey, no, no, get the fuck off of this. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, no. Why are you telling us that? <laughs> you 100% expect us to die, don't you? <laughs> oh, no, I was just kidding. What is uh foreshadowing? What is your initiative there, Tom? He's like, if you had, if you were going to live, I would have done this, but uh, sadly... <laughs> Um, six. Oh, wow. That's really good. Speed of Gonzalez over here. You got 17. 17? All right. Go get him, Tristan. So, after you do that and you watch, uh, you watch this creature burst through that gout of flame and before you even realize it, in one leap, he's already on you and he... Does a 21 hit your armor class? Oh, absolutely. Actually, no. On second thought, why don't you go ahead and roll me an athletics check? An opposing athletics check. He's going to try and grab oh, okay. you. And that's against a 21. Uh, 11. Okay. So he grabs onto you. <laughs> and then just tosses you across the bar. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> And you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage as you uh, as you crash into the corner next to the doorframe that, that is right below the uh, dining room. All right. Tristan, you have this uh, giant bat creature in the center of the room, basically, and it is your turn. You are currently uh, standing in the hallway with your back against the left wall. All righty. Um, hmm. This is, this is pretty serious. And uh, where did where did Falk get thrown? He got thrown to the far left corner, basically kitty corner from where you guys are at, because you guys are in the in the right hand corner, and so like he's directly across the room from you. Is that the corner with the piano? No, you, you guys are in the corner with the piano. The place where you got thrown. Oh, I see. Is the the room that Strahd came out of? Oh, okay. Strahd is standing in the center of the room. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I'll just go ahead and uh, I'm going to cast the... I've already... Ensnaring Strike. So, yeah, you got to roll your attack, and if it hits, then I'll roll the Strength Saving Throw. Oh, okay. Cool. And I rolled a uh, 15. You got a 15? Yeah. Uh, that is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Cool. All right, so that's uh, 3d10 plus 8. What's your spell save Z- DC? Not that spell it matters. Save. I rolled a 17 plus 5, so... Okay, spell save. That's 22. Is it's probably 12. over that, but... <laughs> yeah, it's 12. Oh, it's 12, yeah, for sure. So, after Tristan, um, one of... Uh, you see out from that room that you're by, Falk, <clears throat> a guard steps out um, into the doorframe, and he levels a rifle and takes a shot at... Tristan, but I'm going to give you cover because I'm assuming that you're still in that doorframe. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh. Yeah, if you shoot at Tristan, he yeah, he's still inside the, the hallway that led up to the door, hugging the left-hand wall. Okay, so you kind of just... So actually, he's going to be shooting at Tom. 
t- at Tom instead because he wouldn't I'm even on, be able to see you. I'm on full display. Okay, yeah, then he's shooting at Tom. <laughs> and that is a natural one. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna just explode in his hands. <laughs> it says so, the, um, the cartoon thing where the barrel just like goes backwards <laughs> and shit. <laughs> So, Falk, you actually see him. He uh, pulls the trigger, and the hammer clicks, but nothing comes out, and he kind of, like, shakes it for a second, as though that might do something. And it is actually your turn, Falk. Are you proud of me? I didn't make my joke. Um, So, is um, that that new guy within 20 feet of... um... He's within, like, 8 feet of you. All right. Is he within twenty feet of uh, of the vampire? No, no. Okay, so never mind that. All right, so um, I'm gonna uh, shoot him with um, firebolt, just the firebolt, not fireball. And okay, uh, so nineteen to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. All right, and then I only hit him with four damage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you hit you hit that. Uh, you hit that guard, and uh, he actually kind of yelps out a little bit, and um, you, but he doesn't like seem to be super. Uh, he seems more surprised than he seems like actually hurt from it. You know what I mean? Like, so some fire kind of explodes around him for a second, and he like, oh, what, what the, and then you know immediately goes back to leveling his gun. And, well, um, uh, with my bonus action, can I grab his gun? Yeah, you can. Uh, you can try. Let's do an athletic, an opposing athletics check. All right. Uh, I'm five. <laughs> well, I didn't roll well, but I did get a ten. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, you go to grab like the onto the barrel of his gun, and you go to try and you know force it into an awkward angle but you just don't have quite enough force when you do it and so he immediately rips it out of your hand um and then after you do that you kind of uh back up a second and another uh another vampire water kind of comes out of that room and he uh levels his rifle and he takes a shot at tom and that is gonna be a hit because uh, 18 hits your armor class, right, Tom? It's equal. Yeah, okay, perfect. That's what I thought. So that is going to be... Whew, for 22 points of piercing damage as you get shot in the thigh with a rifle. How much? Yeah, 22. Your vision immediately uh, goes white as your thigh explodes in pain. It's only a flesh wound, but God is it God does it hurt. <laughs> and it is now your turn your turn, Tom. Now remember there are tables and stuff that you could flip over for cover. <laughs> or you could just stand there and get shot. That's also <laughs> a viable option, I guess. It's a legitimate strategy. It is it is a move that you are allowed to make if you really want to. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey man, rule of cool. Rule of cool. So what do you want to do, Tom? I'm going to try and turn undead. <laughs> okay. So you have to make a wisdom saving throw. Against your 15? Yeah. Okay. 
I rolled a 15. And plus one is 16. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so... Uh, so it's it's each undead that can see or hear you in 30 feet, so I think the other vampire has to as well. Um, the other two, sure. Um, so one of them is immediately he starts backing away into the room. The other one, however, he keeps his gun leveled on you, even though you've got your, you know, your holy symbol out and you're yelling, stay back, or, you know, whatever weird Tom thing you'd yell. I was going to shut the door. Oh, yeah, you can absolutely do that. Okay, I shut the door. Okay, now Tristan doesn't have a shot because he's in the... What the hell, man? <laughs> but all right. You, I, Falk is still in there. Can I, can I, can I move around at all in my, in my time of action? Yeah, of course. Because I want to back up towards the stairs. Well, you were out in the room, weren't huh? you? Because like you were on full display, you said. So I right, assumed the, that you were out in the room. So you're backing up and uh, closing the I door was, and going towards th- the stairs. I guess so. I was thinking I was in the doorway, the frame of the door. Oh, okay. That's fine, too. But now you just want to run away? Well, I'm not running. I got a busted leg. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's he's limping uh, away. Yeah, I'll let you... You can limp maybe halfway down the hallway. Okay. Um, So then that's going to bring us to Strahd, who has one target now to go after. So he is going to, oh yeah. So he's going to leap again. He's going to do one single bound and be across the room again. And he's on top of you. And uh, before Strahd does that, when I see them to go out the door and it close, I just go typical. (laughs) I, I, this was, I did nothing. I was standing there shooting. He can't fit this on me. <laughs> so I've got a 19, a 13, and a 16. Uh, my AC is 16. Okay, so two hits. So he basically gets on top of you and starts uh, slashing his claws back and forth and just violently trying to rend at your flesh. And you take you take 15 points of slashing damage. All right. And you kind of, as soon as he kind of uh, gets off of you, you roll away and get back up, and you've got your you've got your rifle leveled at uh, at these terrible creatures. Um, and Tristan, it is your turn. You've got the door closed, and you've got a wounded priest trying to hobble away. Okay. Um. What does what does the door look like? Is it just a solid solid metal door? Is there. It's any- just a solid wooden door. Solid door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. First, he does, uh, like, shout at Tom, like, what the hell are you doing? And then he rushes, he runs forward, and, uh, I forget, does it open, does the door open into the hall or into the room? Into the room, towards the, the hinges are on the right, and it opens into the room. He runs forward, and he basically kicks the door open with his foot. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> He's kicking. Okay, and then uh, he levels his rifle again. Uh, how many of the... How, how close yeah, are the remaining right. vampires together? Um, so they're all kind of in a group right now. Okay, just huddled over uh, Falk, I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Okay. I will make a regular 
attack against uh, each of those vampires because with the ranger archetype I have a horde breaker which allows me to make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that is within five feet of the original target and within range of your weapon. Perfect. Go ahead. So I'll just go ahead and roll my attack roll for both of them first. Okay. Oh yeah. First. Definitely. Go ahead and roll the second. You said the first one was on Strahd, right? No, I'm I'm only attacking the reg- the lower vampires, not. Oh, not gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I apologize. That's cool. So, uh, so yeah, both are hits because one's okay. a crit. <laughs> All right, then I'll roll damage for both. Be right back. And remember, you <laughs> I, get double damage just... on the crit. Oh, okay, cool. Does that, that was mean... a perfect. That was a perfect time for you to be like, oh uh, yeah, of course I'm at Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> 24 on that first one. Okay. 24 again. Okay, but that one's actually 48. So what happens is, is you level your rifle and you take one shot and it canoes the head of the vampire that's closest to Falk and sprays brain matter all over him. You, you immediately cock the lever action, raise it up again, Pull the trigger, it erupts with flames, and again, a perfect shot right through the head of the of the second vampire that is lording over Falk and again sprays brain matter all over him, and uh <clears throat> they both crumple over dead. And that uh leads us to you, Falk. Unless you want to uh do like a a little bit more movement, you could probably you know, maybe move another, like, five feet or so, if you'd like. Um, no, but, uh, he will say, Tristan will say, God damn it, Falk, why are you always tripping over yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I got him right where I want him. <laughs> so, Falk, what would you like to do? So, if I were to move away from him, he would get an attack of opportunity, correct? Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'm staying right here. And um, <laughs> I am going to, uh, you know, kind of whip around and grab my, um, my my spell rifle rather than the, than the um, revolver I've been using. And okay. um, I'm going to cast a shatter at level three. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage, because I got okay. a four. All right, so 21 times two. Um, so 42? Yep. All right. So you you level your uh, spell rifle at him, and you pull the trigger, and at first, you know, it looks as though nothing happens, but then a force just starts to create these little fissures and cracks all over Strahd's body and this is the first time that you feel as though you've done significant damage to this uh, to this creature and maybe even slowed it down a little bit but uh, it's it's bleeding now um, sweet what did he do to it I he cast, cast shatter. shatter what's that it's just a really strong uh, spell. It's mainly like an area of effect spell, but um, it was still the best like kind of damage thing that I could do with him being right on me, because I can't no. use my fireball when I'm like in the cone of effect. 
Actually, I want to take that back. I want to imagine that when you use shatter, that it starts to create like this high pitched whine for a second, like a, and then all of a sudden they start to feel the effects after you know hearing this uh, this high pitched noise for just a split second, and then their body just erupts into fissures and cracks. Oh, cool. So uh, then, after Falk. That's going to lead us to you, Tom. Mm, I want to try and cast cure, cure Wounds on myself. You just do that, so go ahead and roll uh, your healing, and you just heal that amount of damage then. <laughs> Three whole points. <laughs> well, your leg wound starts to heal a little bit, at least. How well am, how mobile am I? You're mobile. Um, you definitely get your mobility back, but you know that... Uh, that if it if you get hit in any place near there again, the wound is probably going to open up again, and you'll be still in pretty rough shape. Um, I'm going to spend however many actions it takes in future turns to to be making my way uh, up to the hole in the floor in the in the upper room. Oh, so you want to go up the stairs and around? Yeah. Okay, so that's going to take a little while. So we'll just uh, right. I'm going to actually roll a d6, and we'll figure out how many. So that's going to take you three rounds to do. Okay. So just for the next three rounds, that's what you'll be doing. Um, and that's going to bring us to Strahd, and he... Can I cure on the way? Yeah, I'll I'll talk to you when we get around to your turn again. All right. Um, so... Strahd is going to make an athletics check for me, Falk. Alright, 17 plus 0, 17. So, you uh, you actually managed to, he goes so Strahd reaches out and tries to grab onto you and you kind of like wriggle and slap his hands away with the butt of your rifle and somehow he does not manage to get a grip on you. Um, but he is however going to turn and look deeply into your eyes. Make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, wisdom. Not great on that. Eight. <laughs> you, um, you suddenly feel as though this enormous creature is a friend. Hey, you and... know, guys, this this dude's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, like, you know... <laughs> Oh, but you, I think we got you do wrong. not like these other guys at all anymore. Like, it just and, and occurs you know to you. Uh, I mean, like, lately you guys have been pieces of fucking shit. You know that? <laughs> Tristan, why'd you drop the goddamn briefcases, you son of a bitch? <laughs> so, yeah, you see that Falk levels his uh, spell rifle at you, Tristan. And now you have... Strahd has turned to face you, and Falk also turning to face you. What would you like to do, sir? You're about 25 feet away from them. So Falk... Falk... Falk has a... Does he have a rifle? I thought he had a handgun. Well, he's got a... He's got two different spell rifles, and he's got a, a spell rifle and a spell pistol. The pistol is, like, for his cantrips and stuff like that. It's just kind of a flavor okay. thing. It's more you. for him casting his spells and less for uh, him to actually be firing a gun, per se. You know what I mean? 
Okay. I'll go ahead and make an attack on Falk. Shit! Um, but uh, he's not gonna, He's not just going to shoot him like straight in the chest. He's actually going to see if he can shoot his gun out of his hands. I fucking okay. knew it. You have disadvantage. Oh, and I'm also going to... I'm going to make a... I'm going to use that same skill as before. I can use it once every turn. So Okay, so you're going to take a shot at both of them? Yep. That's okay, so you're going to be rolling three times. Um, the first one, you're going to take the lower result on the shot on uh, Falk's gun, and the second one's just going to be a straight up and down D20. Okay. Well, with your bonuses and stuff, but you know what I mean. Roger. So I'm going to just give you the flavor on the first shot. It flies harmlessly wide. Uh, Falk, you kind of duck quickly, and you hear the whistle of the bullet as it whizzes past your head. Um, go ahead and take your second shot, Tristan. Okay. Oh, I'm going to remember that, rookie. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God damn. Um, so, one second. Let me just roll on my table here. You, uh... You pull the trigger, and the hammer uh, connects with the with the striker pin, but nothing happens. <laughs> and Tom's like, "You didn't stroke the cock right." <laughs> well, uh, Tristan, Tristan, like uh, uh, <laughs> after all that happens, he kind of looks down at the rifle with some confusion. Goddamn fucking peasant junk! And he throws the rifle uh, at. <laughs> At uh, Strahd, <laughs> and just turns and runs back up the hall. I okay. forgot that that was the other rifle. <laughs> <laughs> the rifle you made him take. <laughs> oh. oh, that's fucking hilarious. All right. So, Falk, what do you want to do? Oh, um, I, I'm a. Don't I have to make a wisdom saving throw to yes, sir. get Go out ahead of and make crawl? one first. Uh, actually, no. It's at the end of your turn. I'm sorry. So make your uh, actions, and then when you're done with that, you make your throw. Oh, so I, I have to, you know, try to shoot uh, um, well, the other two. He right? just got into the hallway, so you're going to have to run after him a little bit before you can shoot him. Um, so both of them are in the hallway? Um, actually, Tom is in the backyard currently walking his way around to the hole. So, yeah, I will exhaust my movement as far as I can go. Okay. And then, uh, where does everybody... You can see like, into the doorway. You can see Tristan. It's gonna be kind of a difficult shot, because it's a, you know... But you could you could technically cast a spell or something at him if you'd like to. Alright, I will, uh... already have my rifle in my hand. Sorry, Tristan. <laughs> Uh, I am going to shoot fireball at Tristan. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and is that is Tristan close enough to? Uh, is he within twenty feet of uh, of Tom? No, oh, not okay. at all. Tom's in the backyard. Tristan is like at the bottom of the stairwell. Uh, Tristan, could you roll a dexterity saving throw? Alright, and uh, for my spell attack, I got um, 12 plus 8, so 20. Fireball doesn't require a spell attack. Oh, it it's doesn't? It's a reflex oh, okay. save on the other part. Oh, okay. So you might as well roll damage, because he's either taking full or half. Alright, so... Holy shit. 
you really might kill him. Because remember, twice his HP in damage, and he's permanently yep. dead. Yeah, so uh, 36 times 2. Oh. <laughs> 72? Yep. What's your uh, maximum hit points, Tristan? 30, like 36, 32. 32. Oh, <laughs> shit. He just disappears with, like, there's just nothing left after the fireball. <laughs> Holy shit. I, dude, I would like to point out that I completely <laughs> left it up to Riley as to what spell he would cast. <laughs> And he was oh. the one that decided to burn the fireball. This is not an asshole DM thing. We all know. We all know whose fault this is. Okay, good. As I, I mean, as I was thralled, and I had the rifle in my hands, and literally. Uh, oh, I Tristan love it. Just Don't get me wrong. Me. I fucking love it. As soon as I hear the explosion and feel the impact, I look back and say, "Trevor." <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, after I shoot it, I'm like, you're fired. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I work for Donnie now. <laughs> oh. All right, I love you, Donnie. We need to go get some drinks sometime. I haven't rolled yet. Oh, right. Half damage. You don't have to die. You could just be knocked unconscious. Here it goes. This is a moment of the truth. At this point, please dive so that we get to keep all that. <laughs> oh, all we're right. keeping it anyway. All oh. right. Yep. That's that's like a... <laughs> no, it's like cut... It's a show... All that happened, but then you hear the, the record screech. Hi, I'm Tristan. You're probably wondering how this happened. How I got here. <laughs> so what the saving throw have to beat my uh, spell DC? Correct. Is that what it is? Okay, 15. <laughs> Oh, ha! That's an He's 18. just unconscious. Damn! <laughs> Tristan is, uh, so... So, he Tom, just, you <laughs> see an eruption of flames, and, uh... He just gets rocketed out of the shaft. And you hear, like, a... You hear, like, a... Like a groan... Um... Coming from that air, that direction as well. But other than that, you see just the gout of flame come out, and that's it. All right. God damn but yeah with uh, Tristan lying unconscious on the ground will Tom be able to stop the uh, onslaught of Strahd and Falk in the new super duo I mean probably not he ran away after he got shot once <laughs> what the fuck is gonna happen when this vampire gets close <laughs> um, but yeah find out next time on the prologue for Fillmore's Crossing. <laughs>